Let's begin, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, we're, we're blessed to be alive. We're blessed for a new day. We are blessed to have an opportunity to live today and to be, to be able to, Baruch Hashem, to serve Hashem, to, to live in His beautiful world, we are blessed, Baruch Hashem, to be here in Yeshiva. We're blessed to be in Eretz Yisrael. We're blessed that we come every day to talk about growth and to talk about change. And that, Baruch Hashem, we, we are open to change. And we are open to realize that we are human. And that we know that we have to work on things. And when a person accepts and a person realizes that Baruch Hashem, Hashem has shown me and gives me many, many ways for me to change and to grow and to work on myself. Even though the Yitzhahara, the Yitzhahara likes to switch those and he wants you to think that a situation which is a bad situation or a person in your life that's a, a person that's a problem for you the Yitzhahara makes, makes us think that that's, uh, that that's negative and that's bad and I need to stay away from that when it's the exact opposite. That is sometimes our greatest gift is when we understand where we come from, when we understand the message that that person or that circumstance or that situation can teach us. When a person realizes um, Rabbi uh, Ben Isbi was telling me yesterday we were talking about Kibbutz Avaim, and he said that that uh, one of the reasons why it says in the Torah that you have Arichas Yamim for Kibbutz Avaim is because it's a very hard mitzvah sometimes for a person to do. It's very hard sometimes for a person to honor his mother and his father, and Arichas Yamim is telling you that you think that you're doing something for your parents, and ultimately, you're doing it for yourself. So you think, oh wow, I'm honoring my parents because I'm supposed to honor my parents. No, Hashem gives you an opportunity for a long life. And the way to get long life is when you honor your parents. So you think, oh God, it's, uh, it's difficult, it's hard, this and that. It's, a, it's an opportunity for a person to live longer. So you think you're doing for your parents. You're really doing for yourself, giving it for, for yourself. I remember, I remember uh, this happened a few years ago. I haven't said this story over for a while, but it just made me remember um, how uh, I think this might have been the first year that I was living there at Sral, and um, I think I had come back after Pesach. I used to, my family and I, we, we used to go back for Pesach in the first few years when we moved here. I remember I came back like, like uh, after Pesach, it's before Yeshiva. I came back after Pesach, and I remember I was like jet lagged, and I was like laying down on my couch, like I was just wiped, and there's someone knocking on the door. And I said, okay, you know, Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of people who come to collect money. Someone's knocking on the door. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm like, it's fine, whatever, I can't. Mir Hashem, you'll see when you have a house, you'll see it's never, 
It's never the perfect time for the person collecting money to come. It's always, you're always, uh, it's never like, okay, I'm waiting for someone to come. You're always in the middle of something and it's sometimes difficult, right? It's not so much giving the money, it's more like you're in the middle of something, you're on the phone, you're with your children, you're this, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm not in the mood. I'm so not in the mood and the person's knocking and knocking and I'm like, okay, like enough, you know, enough with the knocking, enough, enough. And then uh, I'm still being, you know, not answering the door. And then again, he's knocking. I'm like, okay, you, you got me, fine. I'll go to the door and I go to the door and I open up the door. I'm ready to like, okay, I was kovish myself. I did it. And then I open the door and since we went away for Pesach, so uh, the person, uh, uh, I, had, I had someone stay in my house for Pesach. He wanted to stay in my house. And he wanted to come and, and, uh, and give me something for being there. So he had this like envelope with this cash that he came to give to me. And I was like, oh wow, thank you so much. And then I'm all this. And then I was like, Okay, what a musser, what a musser, whatever it was. What was the lesson that I took from that? Is, that? is that I thought that I was being troubled, you know, to have to give and to have to lose. When the whole thing, the whole, whole thing was really that he was giving to me. And it changed everything. And, and in life, so first of all, just stop. Whenever you give tzedakah, that's the reality anyway. Whenever you're giving to someone, right, it's the person... The person who's asking for tzedakah is giving you more than you're giving him. He's giving you... Right, exactly. It's for you, it's not for him. So when in life we remember that, and it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard to remember that. But that's why we stand here and we sit here every day to remind ourselves is that when, when things, when you see your roommate or you see your wife or you see your child, you see someone in your life that you think is your biggest problem, and you think your mother is your biggest problem, you think your father is your biggest problem, and you're able to switch it around. You think your trouble in learning is your biggest problem. You think that this thing is your biggest problem when it's the exact opposite. And when a person learns to, 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 to look at life like that, and he learns to Mi'aish, that's why the Chavetz Chaim is so amazing to write a whole entire Sefer. Mi'aish, the Chavetz Chaim, Oyev Yamim Liros Tov. It teaches us that, and, and it takes time. It takes time for us to, to learn how to process and to turn things around. We then expect, oh wow, we heard this year about everything, I gotta turn everything around. Now everything has to be perfect. That's not the way it works. The way it works is a person wants to become more aware of thinking in those terms. Thinking in the terms of when I look at someone and I hate someone. So, so that's the greatest gift in the world because it's giving me insight. It's giving me, Benjamin Kaufman told me a shot and it says, Vahafta l'reyacha kamoicha. L'reyacha, I forgot who said this shot. That l'reyacha is Reya, thank you very much. Reya is also the letters of Ra. Reish Ayin means bad, it means your friend. So, when you love that which is bad inside of you, then you will love your friend. 
because when you see outside of you something negative, it's not the person who's negative, it's yourself that's negative. It's never the person who's negative, it's you who are negative, it's you who have the problem. And when a person looks at that, he is able to fix, and he's able to heal, and he's able to look inside to see what it is that he needs to do. Question, comments, please. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Rabbi yeah, I just uh, I want to add to what exactly what Rabbi said that I think part of the healing process for many of us, specifically with our parents, of things that we felt they were strong on us or things we, we don't like. So I know for me there was a while it was anger, and now I, I keep on thinking that just a small example that my father was very mocked with to teach us Gemara. And he wouldn't let me play soccer until I got the words and the translation. And, and now, looking at it, I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm able to teach Taira, maybe, maybe, maybe even make a living from it. So in hindsight, he, he gave me a blessing. All those flaws and struggles, but that's what made me. And I think that is the process of maturity and growth. After going through the trauma of teenage, but then you realize that in the big picture, it may be who you are. So I'm not sure I would want to take you back and do differently. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I guess the question is ooh, shallow. Yes. Yeah, yeah please. Uh, one second, we were in the middle of clapping. Right? Okay, so. Sorry, see. I guess the question is going to be, I mean, I want to hear what Shalom has to say. Um, the question I would, I would, I would, be, uh, would, would love to discuss is, is uh, what Rabbi Tzvi's example is a, is a perfect, classic example. The question is, how do you make it from that time to this time? So Rabbi Tzvi is saying, okay, he had this experience that was, that was challenging for him during the time and the anger and the resentment, whatever, whatever happened. And then he's now seeing hindsight that, that uh, it was actually it was, was the best thing for him. The question is, how do you survive from, from the childhood till, till, uh, till now? That's the, and I'm not just... I'm not, I'm, you have a revenue like Rabbi Christian. So, so expound on that, not, not else me. What do you, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm saying. No, 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 I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. Sorry, Shalom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without justifying, and, and, and it's different categories. That's why it's a very sensitive thing. But when you have people that accept you for who you are, and they just sit there day in day out loving you, then eventually the pain that you went through. You realize that you have to do it with something. And you realize that, what am I going to do? Okay, I went through painful things. But am I going to be depressed and no one can blame me for that? Or I'm going to take it and elevate it. And I think that's, but it's awareness. Right. It's day and day out discussing what we do. I think that's a, I think, yes, yeah, beautiful. That's it. I think, I, I, I think, I think the point, I think the point is, is, uh, is so powerful. And that is, is that, is that, 
a lot of times we expect and we and we and we want. I think Shlomo Tesha said this a few weeks ago. Um, it's not about fixing. It's not about fixing. It's about healing, which means it's not. A lot of times we say, okay, I have this problem. I got to fix the problem. It's not about fixing a problem. It's about learning that maybe I'm going to have that pain with me. It's not about getting rid of the pain. It's not getting rid of the resentment. It's not getting rid of the anger. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is I, I, I acknowledge the anger. I'm aware that I have anger. I'm aware that I have this resentment. And that's okay. That's okay. I think when we fight that feeling and we fight the, 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 the pain that we have when we fight the relationship. Oh, I want to have this relationship with my mother. I wish, I want to say something. This is what, what becomes challenging when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. This is why this age is very difficult. The reason being from 18 to whatever is, in my humble opinion, is extra difficult is because your childhood is over. And that's very painful sometimes for a person to accept the fact that my childhood is over. That means that I'm not living at home anymore and mommy's gonna be the mommy that I want mommy to be for me. And daddy is gonna be the daddy that I want daddy to be for me. But that it's time for me to move forward. And I can't move forward, why? Because I have, I'm lacking something. And I want something. And I need something. And I didn't get it, and I gotta get it. And I think that what Rabbi C is saying, and I think it's so powerful, is that that transition of a person saying, it is what it is, and this is what happened, and this is the relationship I have with my father and my mother, and this is what happened, and that's okay the way it is. Then you're able to begin to live your life, even if that means. One of the things that I love about Yaakov Avinu getting hit in the and the thigh by, by Esau, by Sarosh, whoever it was, whatever happened, right, there's a machlok is what happened over there. But what, what I like about that is the fact that, that it says that Yaakov was, was limping. He was limping, which means it wasn't that he was not in pain. He was, he was living his life. He was living his life, whatever it is. Sometimes we have to live our lives with that pain with us, and that, over time will begin to heal. If we expect ourselves to be like, okay, now I graduated, now I'm this, now I got married, now all my pain and all my everything is going to go away. That's not something that, that happens. This is something that slowly, a person has to say, I'm moving forward with the challenges that I have. I'm moving forward with all of the feelings that I have. Okay, Shalom. I just
probably the main thing now, the reason why, personally, I've been feeling really, really amazing, what I've been doing really well, I feel, is that keeping myself holy, I'm guarding my eyes as best as I can, I'm trying mm -hmm. to get all that in, in those areas of Kedusha, and now the rest of myself is uplifted. It's just so interesting how, like, when I was young, that's the exact thing I resented. I said, like, come on, you know, like, why are you telling me this? And now I realize to myself that this is the real truth. Wow. So Amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, if I could just, I, I just want to, I, I don't know if this is true, maybe you'll, you'll, you'll tell me in, in yourself personally, but what Shalom's saying I think is very powerful because, because um, you, there's, a, there's a deep identity that you have with, with doing what you're doing. It's not just you're doing it you know, obviously you're doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu and for yourself and for the holiness, but, but you're bringing it back home. You're bringing it back to something so deep in, your, in the core of who you are, which makes it even stronger. It's not, you know, something new. It's, it's like connecting, you know, the old and the... I used to do it because I was forced to do it. Right. Now I'm doing it because I understand that this is the right thing. Right. Right, right, exactly. Amazing. Oh, beautiful. That's for Rafi. Uh, the, the, the other side of the uh, coin, um, when I read, we were raising our children, so we did not, um, we didn't uh, watch videos and stuff, and you know, we'd run away to the grandmother and watch over there, whatever. But um, at the time, it's like hard, it's like you, you don't know if you're doing the right thing, what's wrong with the food, what's wrong with like, you know, cartoons. But, uh, Years later, when uh, Yaakov uh, told me a couple times, and he thanked me a couple times for, for doing that, because he realizes when you grow up, you grow up, they realize that, you know, it's the best of them, hopefully, and uh, so it makes everything work. And all the, uh, all the struggles and which I actually like to go and bring them back from, the, from their grandmother, and uh, they didn't what they really wanted to do, and we caught huge fights, but, uh, Stand, stand up for what you uh, think is right, and hopefully, man, they'll celebrate. Hey, Yehuda, yeah, what do you say? Welcome back, Yehuda Mattel. Mattel. Okay, beautiful. So let's learn. Oh, Mayor. Yes, Mayor. Otherwise, it's like, otherwise it's like I, I can't like escape it. It's 
Yeah, it's really, it's really like something going on in uh, Beautiful. Shkach. Beautiful. Yes, you heard it. Um, so I just want to share quickly. First of all, first of all, uh, there's a lot of people out there that have heard the Shkach and Okay, let's learn. Uh, we're actually at the end of, of the Sefer, Baruch Hashem, so we'll start again. Um, and, and I just want to say, as we, I don't know how many times we've done this, Baruch Hashem, but, but it's not about how many times uh, we finish the Sefer. It's, it's the doing it every day, doing it daily, just reminding myself, I know myself, and hopefully to, to uh, remind all of us how, how important it is when a person is true to himself and a person is honest with himself, as we're going to learn soon in the Mesil Sisharim. But I think when it comes to Lashon Hara and it comes to feelings uh, that, are, that are real, that are real about people, real about your past, as we've been talking about, and they're real. The real feelings like, but this guy is really like that. But this person, I really can't stand. And, and um, it feels so real, and it, and it might be real. But, but, um, but I think that what, what, what we learn from Chavetz Chaim is, is how damaging it is to, to myself and to the person who I'm speaking about, how damaging, how damaging... It can be in the way I look at, I look at people and the way I look at myself. And that my goal, what I want my goal to be, and what I want, you know, someone, someone wrote, they actually wrote a quote. Uh, it's actually the same 
amazing person who's, who's so tuned in to, uh, this person listens to the shiurim, and they're just so tuned in to, uh, to this yeshiva, and it's just amazing. It's a, it's a chizik, it's an inspiration to me um, how what we're doing over here, like Yehuda Mattel was saying, how important it is to, to talk the, the things that we talk about and to learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. And the quote was, one second, it's so important how, how here it is. The point of Lashon Hara is not, is it mutter or is it usr? The point is, I don't want to be a person who sees the negative in people. I don't want to talk about other people. If I'm talking about other people, the only thing I want to see in them is their good. So what, the reason we learn, obviously there's Hilchas Lashon Hara, the, the Halachas of Lashon Hara are so, so powerful and so important as a Jew to learn what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say. But I, I, think, I think a little bit deeper than that is for a person to understand what, 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 what life is about and the gift of life and the fact that if I'm looking at someone negatively and I'm seeing something that is negative and I'm seeing something that, that, that I don't like, that how, how powerful that is, how powerful that is that that my what I want to do is I want to understand within myself the ra that I have will be arta hara mikir becha the shachanti the socham is the mitzvah of every person having Hashem dwell within himself and for a person to make himself a a a vessel a clea of of love a clea of life a clea of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and that when I'm looking at someone else and I see the negative, or I talk about someone negative, the person who I'm really, really um, breaking apart is myself. That's who I'm breaking apart. Obviously, I'm breaking uh, and, and causing a problem in Klal Yisrael, but if there is no enemy within, then the enemy without can do us no harm. It's not about Hamas. It's not about the Amalek on the outside. We can't identify Amalek on the outside anymore. It's all the Amalek within each and every one of us. And the more a person learns Hilchus Lashon Hara, and the more a person learns consistently how it's all about me, and it's all about me, me, me learning how to, how to understand the things that I have shortcomings in and accepting those shortcomings and being okay with those shortcomings and, and not spitting it out on somebody else. And it's sometimes the hardest thing in the world to do. And you know why it's the hardest thing in the world to do? Because it's the most rewarding thing to do. Because if it's not my roommate and it's not my father and it's not my past and it's not my mother and it's not this and it's not that, then I now just got the key to my life. And the key to my life is me. So that's why it's so painful and so difficult. And that's why the Sahara blocks this. The reason the Sahara blocks this with news 
and the Yitzhar blocks us with what's going on outside and outside and this and that and doesn't let me bring it home and doesn't let me say, wait, one second, my jealousy or my, or my anger or my whatever it is is, is is something that I have to really, really deal with. The second you do that, then the Sahara has nowhere to go. As I think, I don't know who said it, but, but uh, you know, we were saying the other day, Rav Karab was saying this new IFS of internal family systems. Maybe Yehuda, you know, you've learned about this IFS, right? Not, okay, but, but I think one of the things they say is that, is that you, you banish and one of the children inside of you is in exile. The, the tzaddikim said that the I is in exile. The tzaddikim called this 200 years ago. They say the biggest gullus is your disconnect from yourself. It's not that you're angry at the guy. You're not angry at your father. You're angry at yourself. You're not angry at your mother. You're angry at yourself. You're not angry at those chassidim. You're not angry at those chilonim. Um, You're not angry at those, at those who, whatever name you want to call them. You're angry at yourself. It's, it's, it's so powerful. And um, as we finish, I just want to say, the Chavetz Chaim says at the end of his Sefer, he says, ingrain in your heart the following. Cautiously measure your words. Make sure the words that you say are accurate. Be careful, I'm on page 325. Make sure that every word that is said complies with halacha. And says the Chavetz Chaim, listen to this, it's so incredible that the Sahara that the Chavetz Chaim says this, one who fulfills these instructions will merit a great reward, and Hashem will rescue him from the traps of the Yetzer Hara. I saw in, in the Sefer that uh, Yitzhi Grunwald uh, bought, it's an amazing Sefer, and I, I want to look it up from the Grah. From the Grah, the Grah says, it's incredible, it's almost scary. It says it's an excerpt from a letter. I never saw this letter. Alim Latrufa from the Grah. So, what? Oh, that's, okay, so I've seen that. That's the letter of the Grah, so I have seen this. The principal way, listen to what he says. The principal way of meriting the world to come is through guarding one's mouth, which is greater than Torah learning and mitzvos, because the mouth is Kodesh HaKadosh. The Grah. The Grah says. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying Pshat, but maybe the Pshat is. Maybe the Pshat is. Because as long as your mouth, you know, by He Adam Lenefesh Chayel Leruach Mamalala, we are how we speak. We speak what we think. And what we think is how we live and who we identify ourselves as who I am. When I see negative and I speak negative, so I, I'm destroying myself. I destroy myself. I destroy the person and I destroy myself. And um, the Chavetz Chaim ends and we'll, we'll end with this as well as we finish the Sefer today. May Hashem save us from transgressing uh, these may Hashem save us from the Aveira of Lashon Hara and Rechilas and may He grant us miraculous wonders from His Torah may Hashem
Be blessed forever and ever. Amen. 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 I'll start off with the first halacha, just because it's always good to start back again, as uh, in purity of speech. Um, we'll just start with the first halacha that he mentions um, that that I remember over here, and that is second. I'll just start with this on page one, um, day one in the introduction. That Lashon Hara is a derogatory speech about a fellow Jew or a speech that can harm another Jew. It is forbidden to talk Lashon Hara even if it is true. Even if it is true. The Avera of Lashon Hara applies even if you were talking to one person. However, the more listeners there are, the greater the Lashon Hara. Why? Because you cause more people to do an Avera by listening to your Lashon Hara. And number two, because the person you are talking about will be even more shamed if more people hear Lashon Hara about him. He also says if two people relay the Lashon Hara, then it's even greater. Why? Because the more people repeat the Lashon Hara, the more it will be accepted by the listeners. So the more people say, oh yeah, me too. Oh, that guy is a this. Yeah, yeah, that guy is a that. So you just jump on the bandwagon, you made it even worse. Because if I say that this guy is like this, you might say, maybe, maybe I got the issue. But if another person says, oh yeah, it's true, then what you just did is you bullied, ganged up, smashed this other guy, and now the third guy who listens to it is like, well, these two guys said it about him. It must, it must be true. So Hashem will help us to schus, to schus that we do this. Uh, Zev Bader actually gets the schus as he, uh, I think it was about three years ago, Pesach time, before Pesach, I don't know what happened, he sent me, actually Rabbi Waxman gets the schus as he sent me a shear from Rabbi Waxman about something and he spoke about Lashonar and I said, I said, uh, that's it, in this yeshiva we need to live by uh, the, the halachas of Lashon Hara um, and Baruch Hashem we are doing that may Hashem help all of us and this yeshiva and all of Klal Yisrael to continue to love every Jew every day more and more and more and more and more and that Jew includes ourselves and may we, we be zocha to, to see the Gula Shlema because the only reason Mashiach has not come is because the Chavetz Chaim says it straight out. Everyone wants to know. It's because of this. It's because of that. It's, it's, I, I trust the Chavetz Chaim. I, I believe him. I know what he says is truth of truth. We don't have to look at why Mashiach didn't come. I've got to do this for Mashiach. I've got to do that Mashiach. It's very clear. The reason there's still suffering in Klal Yisrael is because of Sinas Chinam. It's because we hate each other. And the Lashon Hara is the outgrowth of that. So when we will fix that, Hashem, then we will be able to help to be a major part in bringing the Gula Shlema B'mheir B'amenu. Amen. Let's just spend literally a few minutes, of course, depending on 
on the question and comments. So um, we, we were talking yesterday about the concept of, of boundaries and geneva and stealing. And today I just want to just learn a little bit with you on one of the, um, something that to me is so powerful, and that is the Isra of Onah, which is Onas Dvarim, Onas Mamin, which means fraud. F-R-A-U-D, fraud. What does fraud mean? This is what he says. How easy it is for a person to deceive himself. We read this a little bit yesterday, but I want to focus on this today. I heard this twice yesterday. Someone said, yes, and people were insulted when, when someone said this. He says, yeah, salesmen, all salesmen. This is what two, I heard from two people. All salesmen are liars. That's what he said. That was what his comment was. Two people said that comment, and salesmen were very hurt by that. What are you talking about? Now, I just want to say something on that, because it, it does belong to the world of business, but it begins like this. Anytime you're going to cheat somebody else, anytime you're going to lie to somebody else, anytime you're going to cover up, cover up to somebody else, you're covering something up. The, the Kutzker Rebbe, I think, says, the, the, the Kutzker Rebbe says that loisoinu ish esamiso, which means don't cheat your fellow man. So he says every mitzvah has a, has a lifnim mishurus adin, which means beyond the letter of the law. So when it says don't cheat your fellow man, what is the beyond the letter of the law of not cheating your fellow man, which we're talking about, is do not cheat yourself. Do not lie to yourself. And what's amazing to me, what's amazing to me, as we're learning the first challenge that everybody has, and Chazal say, Rubam Begeza. All, most people, we're going to talk next about Tivus. That everybody can relate to. Say, Tivus? Oh, sure. I have Tivus. We all have Tivus. We all have desires. We all have this problem. But you're going to call me a liar? You're going to call me a Ganav? No, no, no. Says Ramchal, the number one rationalization that we do, which is ironic. It's ironic that we rationalize. Because rationalizing and denial really means that you're lying to and the Ramchal says that the number one thing that we rationalize is the fact that we don't lie to ourselves. And he says that is the problem of fraud. That is the problem of mekachumemker. That's why people have to say, oh, this product. Oh, right, the salesman. This is the best product in the world. Like I've told you guys before, I remember that kid in camp as I was watching his father tell his son, as he was saying goodbye to him in camp, those who know Magen Avram, I was standing literally by the basketball courts and the security booth it was before the security booth was there and a father was escorting his son towards the bunks you know exactly what I'm talking about 
right, going to the bunks, going to the bunks, and I'll never forget this. And the father says to the kid, he says, son, you're going to camp, be the best. And I was like, ouch. Why do you have to be the best? Why do you have to cover up? Why can't son be the best? You, son, have a great time. What hurt me about that, and of course the father is a beautiful person. I'm not, I don't judge him negatively. I know what he was trying to say. But when we say it's got to be the best, why can't it just be what it is? Why can't it just be what it is? And that, like I, like I remember a few years ago, I said the line, be the best you can be. I said, you know what, something about that line always bothered me, and then I caught what bothered me. Be the best that you can be. You don't have to be the best that you can be. Be, be, be you. And if you are you, that is the best that you can be. It's not the shot that I have to show other people that I am great. I have to lie to other people. I have to cover up to other people. That is where it all begins. As opposed to saying, this is the truth. The truth is, is that I have, when you sell a product, right, who's a, a good salesman over here, knows the greatest business people are the people who are honest. And they say, this product has milos, and this product has chesronos. There are benefits to this product, and there are weaknesses to this product. This, that other product, I'll be honest, it's not about Lush Nara. It's not my pizza shop is better than his pizza shop. This is what we serve. This is the cheese we put. This is the crust. This is what we do. And yeah, oh, but I don't like a thick crust. Oh, okay, maybe go to a store that has a thin crust. You're not afraid to tell the truth. So you don't have to lie. You don't have to lie. And now where does that come from? Look at yourself as a business. What's my business? What am I selling? Who am I? Do I have to present myself when I walk into a room that I'm the best? Do I have to present myself when I walk in the room that I'm perfect? Or how about this? I present myself as me. And you know what me comes with? Me comes with good things, and me comes with bad things. And every person has things that I'm actually good at, and things that I'm actually not so good at. But one thing that I'm telling, and that is I'm telling the story of who I am, not who I'm supposed to be, who I should be, who, I'm, who people want me to be, but I'm just me. And what's incredible about that is that's the first thing the Ramchal says that we lie to ourselves about. It's the first thing we, he says that we rationalize. And that's the importance of having friends. That's the importance of talking things out. That's the importance, like we were saying before in, 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 in Lashon Hara, of accepting the fact, right? There's nothing wrong with saying a product. Say this is pro. Imagine someone selling a building, saying yes, there are problems with this building. What's wrong with saying that? Yes, sometimes when it rains and the, the building will flood, sometimes that happens. But I still think there are many benefits to the building. <coughs> yes, Toby. Um, so I, I hear I was saying putting the flaws out there equals less liability. But still, I don't understand how I can be honest with myself 
can still be honest with yourself. Because I can be honest and say I know what I'm doing is wrong, and still do the second. I'm being honest with myself, so it doesn't matter what I'm saying. That's what I'm a little bit confused about. Yeah, what I'm not understanding. Being honest, what Paul's talking about was being honest with yourself is considered legitimate lying. So wait, wait, it's considered what? It's legitimate false sale. Like, what? I don't know. What, what do you mean? If you're not honest, if I'm not honest with myself, then I'm not going to be honest with the sale. In the sale, correct. So I'll I... be honest with myself that the product's false and still the sale. I mean, the product's false. So don't sell a false product. Right, or tell them. So there are confusions about that. I don't understand. I'm justifying the false. honest It's not false. It's just saying what it is. I don't have to tell you it's... that. I don't have to lie about the product to sell a product. I can tell you that the product has milos and has chesronos. It has good things about it, has bad things about it. It's the same about me. I'm a product also. I have things that are good. Hi, this is who I am. This is my name. I have good things about me. I have bad things about me. What we want to say is we want to say, I'm all good. Right? That's the line people say, all good. What do you mean all good? What's all good? There's nothing that's all good. Perfect. What? Nobody wants to be a product that has chesronos. Oh. Oh, so people want perfection. People want something to be perfect. People want things to be perfect. That's a problem. People want themselves to be perfect. That's a problem. It's not about perfection. It's about being perfect. Nothing is perfect. Hashem is perfect. Perfect. I, I if know, it's, but, I know, but, but, but that's just the way it is. Nobody wants to sell a product. I'm not selling a bad product. I'm not selling a bad product. I'm, I'm presenting the truth. And if the, if the truth is, if the truth is, is that there are negative things, right? You talk about shidduchim, right? You talk about shidduchim. All you want to see, I've had this question hundreds of times, right? I've had this question, could you please tell me something that is negative about this person? I want to know something negative. I'm like, what? Why would you want to know something negative about this person? Right? You need to know something negative about this person to make a decision. Everybody has something negative about them. I don't want to focus on the negative. Everybody has something negative. Well, you think you're going to marry someone and that person is perfect? You're looking for the perfect girl? That means you're the perfect guy? You mean nobody, no, you, you could find somebody like that, and I've said this hundreds of times, and I've got to say it more. Marry someone with a lot of problems. If that person knows her problems, if that person is in therapy, if that person works on herself, if that person is, is flexible to realize that I'm human, then that's the greatest gift, as opposed to a perfect person on the outside. She's perfect. There's nobody in the world who's perfect. There's nobody in the world who's perfect. Like I'm yes. totally not perfect. What? Like I'm totally not perfect. Exactly. So am I. Who's perfect? That, that, that is not, that, that is, it's not even, the, the, pro, the problem is, and again, you guys probably know this more than I do. So, social media, who's, someone put on that chat that picture of, this is what social media is. It was an apple that was facing a mirror, and you saw the shine of the apple on the outside, but when you're looking at it from this way, there was a bite out of the apple. So, 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 you're, so you're, the image is that it's a perfect apple. 
But when you look at the other side, there's a bite out of the apple. We live in a, we live in a world where I have to present myself as I'm having a great time. Everything's perfect. Everything's awesome. Everything is just right. Everything's there. And if there's something wrong, there's something wrong. I've heard people say, oh, I'm not interested in the shittos because this person went to this high school, because this person, I heard, struggled and has passed. And I told the person, I said, Adarama. It's the exact opposite. You're telling me you're going to not go to a church because someone had a struggle in their past? It's the exact opposite. Someone who had a, a struggle in their past and had to deal with things. Those are, those are people who work on themselves. Those are the, those, those are the, the people who, who are more in touch with themselves. Yeah. First thing that I saw, and I saw this picture once, where basically you see a guy next to like fancy cars and like all dressed up. And you see the other side, this daytime job. You guys are plumbers somewhere. Right. Saying what people see and what people know. Exactly. What people see and what people know, and I'm going to say even what Benji's saying, what people see and what the truth is. And that's what, what the Ramchal is saying. When it comes to being a, a salesman, when it comes to being a businessman, when it comes to lying, cheating other people, it comes from one place. It comes from who is the salesman himself. If I'm okay with being someone that I could say, these are my milos and these are my chasrons. As the Rabbi Sol Salanta says, you could live in this world for 80 years, 70, 80 years, and you don't even know yourself. You don't know yourself. How could you live in this world? That's Rabbi Sol Salanta. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Shalom, Shalom Tenenbaum was telling me, Shalom Talman Hatzadik was telling me. And I, and, I asked, and I asked him after he told this to me if I have permission to say it. Because I don't like sharing when people share with me personal things. He said he started putting his phone in the base madrid so that when he goes to sleep, when he goes to sleep, he goes to sleep without his phone. And when he wakes up in the morning, he wakes up in the morning without his phone. So he has those periods of time. And he said, Baruch Hashem, and I'm, I'm proud of all of us that he said he was inspired because he had this thought. And then we talked about it in Shir, over here in the Sulzim Sharm. And then he said he did that. And what was the point? The point was, is that, is that I'm, 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 I'm not focusing on other things. I'm not distracted by other things that will pull me away from one thing, myself. Not as far as selfishness, but so I can get to know myself better. Because every moment, every moment that you spend in someone else's business, every moment that you spend in someone else's business, you did two things. Number one, you wasted your time because you can't fix somebody else's business. And even worse than that, you're not in your own business. Every moment that you spend in someone else's business, I gotta fix him, I gotta fix her, I gotta fix them, I gotta fix that, I gotta fix that. Every moment of mental, emotional energy that you spend on that, you, 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 you destroy two things. You destroy that moment because you can't, you can't do anything to them, but even worse, you're not giving yourself an opportunity to learn yourself better. And the more you learn yourself, you'll, you'll understand my Milo's, right? What's a great salesman? A great salesman is someone who knows, this guy knows the product the best. 
He can tell you what's good about the product. He can tell you what's bad about the product. He can tell you what, 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 what the gains are, what the weakness right? The Sahara knows us very, very well. I want to know myself better. I want to know myself what ticks better and better and better and better. That's what it's about. And that's the first thing the Ramchal says. The first thing the Ramchal says that we're in denial about. The first thing that we're frauding is not other people, it's ourselves. That's Andrew and Shlain. Yeah. Rebbe says that you have to go ahead. Honest salesman says both sides of the coin. Does that mean that if I pick a phone up, I tell the guy to pay or only he asks? I want to... If I'm, if I'm selling something, I'm giving you a business advice right now. I want to be honest with you about the product. I'm not, I want to be honest with you. From the beginning. I want to be honest with you. Do you have any questions? When I go in there and I say, I want to be honest with you, so then there's a trust. I want to give you a product that you want. I want to tell you if I'm selling you a van, I'm not going to tell you that it's a sports car. If I'm telling you a sports car, I'm not telling you it's a van. You can't say, oh, I have a great sports car for your family. No, there's a week. No, you want to buy a Corvette, right? You want to buy a Corvette, but you're looking for space. The chassaron of a Corvette doesn't have a lot of space. That is a chassaron. Even a Corvette has something that it's deficient in. And when you tell that to someone, people trust you. People, people connect to you. Yeah, Shlaim. Be true, but it's too good to be true. It's not because nothing's perfect, and everything's perfect. It means you're missing something. Beautiful. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Hashem will help each other. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, just uh, I thought you said that you should do to my I had a phone call last week that the mother asked, and she's like, "Can you be specific about struggles?" I told her, "How about you be specific about your struggles?" Right. Exactly. Said, exactly. Said, what do you mean exactly. Say I said, exactly. Just like hopefully went through Inspiring to talk to talk like this for me. I could just talk for me. What's inspiring is that is that we're so beautiful and we're so amazing and we're so just right, just just the way we are. And people get nervous when, when you hear that because it's like, oh, I'm so perfect and great just the way I am. So therefore, I'm not going to to do more. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to grow. That's usually what happens. After that, like, oh wait, so how can I be good just the way I am? Then how am I going to actually grow and grow and grow? And my experience is that it's the exact opposite. The exact opposite. The more you understand yourself, the more you're honest with yourself, the more you accept 
who you are, with your mylas and your fasonas, then you begin to actually work with yourself. You actually begin to learn how to help yourself. And like Rabbi Tzvi was saying, and, and everyone knows this, then I can ask for help. I can ask for help because I could say, you know what, I'm not so good at this. Could you show me how to do this? You know what, I'm struggling with this thing for this amount of years, and I just can't seem to get it right. And, and, and it's okay, I just can't seem to get it right. Could you please help, help me with that? I, I, I want to say, he's going to be very angry that I want to say this. Rabbi Barone sits in my Nasilus Yasharu Shir after Marv the second time around. He's done it many times. But his second time around, he sits there listening to Nasilus Yasharu. And, and, and you, you know, what that, know what that tells me? That tells me that, that I got stuff to, to Rabbi Barone say, oh, I got stuff to work, I got this. So that's, that's what it's about. It's not, I'm, I'm not afraid to say I gotta learn it again. I could have someone younger than me. I get someone different than me give me insight into who I am. I have room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, but I'm, thank you. But the, the point is, is that that's the life we want to live. I want to live the life where I, I'm not embarrassed to go over to a to a child. I'm not embarrassed to go over to somebody and to say, and to learn from them, and to say that there's something that someone else can teach me because, because I'm not so good at this. And there's something that I can teach you because maybe I am good at this. But when you know yourself, and that person knows themselves, and you share, and you're humble to each other, and you say, let me hear what you gotta say, and they say, I wanna hear what you have to say, then, you're, then, then everything is, that's achtas, that's gula. That's beautiful, Mayor. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's a, it's a fine. I, I like. I was gonna make a comment, but I think that like that. Okay. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha. Let us be zocha. Or Hashem, another week. We're getting closer to Adar, to Mechias Amalek, to the Gula Nisan. Think about Nisan. Oh yeah, Shimon. Maybe I need some help. <laughs> uh, I struggle. They Straight can I be with you in public? Yeah, as as you takes as one. Take takes one to know one. <laughs> Meaning that I'm the one that's acting like I don't have problems. Yeah, because otherwise you wouldn't see it, or you'd be okay with it. You'd say like, it's okay that he thinks he has no problems because I also do that. Huh? Is that 
because I also, meaning it's okay that he's lying to himself because I also lie to myself. So. It probably it probably is because you're picking that up, but uh, I, I'll talk to you more. Probably I don't want to talk publicly about it, but the point is is that why can't he think that he's perfect? Why can't he think that he is uh, and he has masks and he lies to so himself? I also. Yes. I also lie to myself. I'm also not always honest with myself. For me to see, for me to have the ego to say, how dare he lie to himself? How dare he wear a mask? Be like me, that I never lie to myself, and I never wear a mask. So is that lying? That exactly is lying to yourself, not you. If I say a statement like that, and I say, how dare he be that type of person who never... Who, who is wearing a mask and is not honest with himself. You're wearing a mask and you're not being honest with yourself when you say that. You're not a real guy. Let me, let me. I was going to say, it could not be connected to, um, I know, like, uh, if you go back to America, like, you're around people and they yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, I think we're gonna. Yes, well, we've got to wrap up. Oh, quick, yeah. uh, it's like a continuation okay. of Shimon's question. Yeah. Um, what if it's not coming from a how dare you uh, put on that mask, but it's more of a let me help you take off that mask and realize that you're not perfect so that you can work on yourself. Because right now, while you think you're perfect, you're not going to work on yourself. Right, because right, I've already worked on myself. I'm already perfect, so no, I could I show you So I could show you what to do. Follow me, because I'm the man. What if, what if it's not... Did you, hear, did you hear what I said? I do, that's but, what but that's like saying that a rabbi yeah. who, who, who's teaching people yeah. to work on themselves, yeah. he, he thinks he's perfect too, because he's saying you need to work on yourself. Who, who th- I, I, don't, I, I think I'm the farthest from perfect. I don't even know what you know, so if, if I'm not coming from a place of how dare you, let me, like, not do what I do, but do what every person is supposed to do in this world by working on yourself. So work on yourself. What are you worried about him? Because I want to help him reach what he can be. I want him, if he's working 20%, I want to You're finished? I'm not finished. I'm nowhere near finished. Right. So you got to work on yourself. When you finish, I can't help when you finish, uh, you could, but the way to help somebody else is when they see that you work on yourself. The best way to help someone work on themselves is when they see you working on yourself. Okay. Yeah, it takes one to know one. Exactly. Thank you, Eitan. And your, and your desire, your passion to help him is a beautiful, is a beautiful thing. But, but you want to bring that passion into yourself. You want to bring that passion to fix yourself. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoka. Let us be Zoka to create the day that we want to create to live the life that we truly want to live let us let us forgive let us forgive each other let us forgive ourselves let us learn to live the way that we want to learn to live let us let us continue in our amazing journey of life the gift of life have a wonderful day everybody go